Welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 87 and part four in a series of four on what is wellness, covering environmental wellness and physical wellness. Hi, everyone. This is Shelly Rael, registered dietitian nutritionist, and the host of the Real World Nutrition Podcast and founder of Real World Nutrition. So as I've said, and hopefully you've been listening to this series, this is part four in the series of what is wellness, the meaning of wellness, in which part in part one, I covered the meaning of wellness, and that there are several components of wellness. In part two or episode 85, I covered emotional and social wellness. And in part three, episode 86, I covered intellectual wellness and then occupational wellness. So if you haven't listened to those and those are something of interest to you, I encourage you to go back and listen to those. So as I said, this part is covering environmental wellness and physical wellness. Now, as I've said many times, there's not agreement of all the components of wellness, but I always found this one interesting, environmental wellness, because this really is an area of wellness that people don't often consider wellness related. But having an appreciation and understanding of how your environment affects your health and well-being, as well as having awareness on how your daily habits affect the physical environment is important. So with environmental wellness, environmental wellness. This is a mouthful here. The first step is awareness. And of course, there are many messages about helping our environment, but not everyone hears them or realizes that there is more that they can do. So remembering that phrase, reduce, reuse, recycle, it was designed as a hierarchy. So we should focus first on reducing reducing some of the resources and energy that we use and excess packaging. Many people have this idea that recycling is enough. But this was meant to be the third component there after reducing and reusing things in our environment. So here's some things that you can do to help reduce and reuse before you have to go to recycle. So very quickly, reduce water by taking shorter showers and not running the water while brushing your teeth or washing dishes and running the dishwasher only when it's full and only wash a full load of laundry. I know the same may seem very basic, but I've encountered many times where people say, oh, I didn't even think about not running the water while brushing my teeth. Reduce the need for bags at the grocery store by skipping them whenever you can, and of course, choosing reusable bags whenever possible. How about this? Run errands in a single day to reduce driving time and your fuel use. If you have an appointment, tack on the errands before or after the appointment. When possible, buy local. Even if it's from a chain store, buying local will help reduce emissions of online store-to-door shipping and delivery, and even chain stores hire people locally from the community. They're not always bringing in people from outside a community. So yes, chains may not be 
something you like, but at the same time, it is still helping people with jobs. Use reusable cups and dishes and utensils rather than disposable items as much as possible. I know in the past few years, there was a lot of to-go containers and take-out containers, and it was a lot of things that was going to the landfill. And then food waste. Food waste is one of the biggest contributors to our landfill, and I've addressed this in past episodes. And this isn't because of unfinished prepared food that we're scraping into the trash from our plates, but from foods that were never prepared. That was those green, slimy vegetables, something you don't even know what it was originally. Only buy what you need and use what you have. And then here's one. It tends to be controversial. I don't mean it to be controversial, but choose one less meat-based meal per week. Now, when I say it's controversial, some individuals have a hard time with the idea of giving up meat for even just one day. Not saying it even has to be a whole day, one less meal per week. Because animal production is a major contributor of greenhouse gases. Also, driving is as well. But if you want to go meatless all the time, great. You don't need to. One less meat-based meal per week is suggested to have a positive impact on our environment. Now, this may seem trite in things you're doing already and you're wondering, what does this have to do with nutrition? Well, environmental issues and food waste and greenhouse gases and how we can have a sustainable food source for the whole world is something that we do need to address. And I won't go into that more here. What I will suggest is that what are some things that you can do to improve your environmental wellness? And that could just make a list of what are five things you can do to work on this. Opt for fewer bags, opt for no bags. Remember to take your bags into the store with you. I keep a whole bunch of bags in the back of my car. And sometimes I have to turn around and go back out to the car to get them. But it's something where it is habit now to bring in my bags. Now, switching gears, physical wellness. This is the one I tend to focus on the most because as a dietitian, physical wellness is my work. So most often when people say wellness, they think of physical wellness, referring to their overall health. And that is something that I just want to make sure well, you're here, so you know that there's more than just the physical wellness. There's many aspects. But even in physical wellness, it does have several subcomponents, but it's all having to do with the physical body and taking care of it now in anticipation of the future. Of course, this component includes engaging in regular exercise and eating well, but it also includes getting preventive checkups and screenings and having healthy habits and behaviors to protect yourself from potential harm. So here's a list. I'm going to give you a list of several things that you can do in the area of physical wellness that can help with optimal health today and in the future, however long that future may be for you. First thing, exercise daily. Get up, get out, and move your body. 
You don't need a gym membership to do this. You can do things in your own home or you can go for a walk. Number two, eat a variety of healthy foods. This includes fruits, vegetables, whole grains, plant proteins such as nuts, seeds, beans, and legumes, along with protein from animal sources, and that can include fatty fish as well as lean red meats and white meat. Limit added sugars, limit added solid fats, and limit excessive portion sizes. Get appropriate rest and sleep by having a consistent bedtime and limiting those outside distractions in the bedroom. Get appropriate health screenings. So don't put it off to avoid bad news. People say, oh, I don't want to get that test because I don't want to know. Oh my goodness, early detection of many health conditions can lead to better outcomes and often less invasive treatments. And then here, this a sounds super simple, but physical wellness includes wearing seatbelts, even if you're just driving a mile or two, wearing and buckling helmets for biking, skiing, snowboarding, skating, motorcycling, and other activities, and utilize protective equipment when available. It sounds so juvenile, sounds so basic. Wear your helmet, wear your seatbelt, but so many people still don't do it. And then... Lastly, at least on this list for today, really stop smoking and avoid secondhand smoke if this is something you're exposed to. Tobacco remains the single leading cause of preventable deaths in the United States. So what I would recommend is make a list of five things you can do to improve or address your physical wellness. That could be making an appointment for that screening you've been putting off, vowing to add at least one serving of vegetables to your daily diet, daily diet, set a consistent bedtime, buy a new bike helmet. If your bike helmet's been around for a while, then you may need a new one. And then even going for a 15-minute daily walk. Then take that list and implement them now. You don't wait. need to wait till a new week, a new month, a new year. Implement it today. And if you can't schedule health appointments right now, make a list of those appointments you probably should have. That could be an annual physical. That could be, depending on your age, various cancer screenings. That could be getting blood work done to test for your risk of diabetes. So there's lots of things when it comes to physical wellness that you can do. And if you are interested, I invite you to schedule a free 30-minute introductory call. You can do that with me on some of those things that you can do to help your physical wellness when it comes to nutrition and overall lifestyle factors. Well, that's it for part four of the meaning of wellness and addressing all these components of wellness. So those, I said, that was a four-part series that covered various components of wellness. There could be more components that I didn't address, 
but I think I covered quite a few things here. And as I move forward, we'll get back to more nutrition and real world nutrition details there. But I just wanted to go through this series covering wellness and all those different aspects of wellness. I would love to hear from you on what you thought of this series. And if there's any topic that you would love to hear from me, I invite you to reach me through the link in the show notes under contact and let me know what is the topic you would be interested in as we move forward with 2023 and past these 80-some episodes I've done so far on real-world nutrition. Thanks for listening. Take care and bye for now.